0: Hey, welcome to the show. This is Yaya Diamond on Location. I am in Boca Raton and uh I'm just having a great time over here. We are on a many, many kind of couple of days out this way, doing a, a couple of shows. And uh I wanna thank the uh, Florida Federation's of uh, festivals for having us out last night. What a blast we had, Reverend Barry and the Funk. As well as tonight we are sold out at the Funky Biscuit in Boca Raton. So that's a great thing. So I'm sitting here at uh B and B and Just relaxing and doing my radio show this morning. My name is Yaya Diamond. I'm your host and also the founder of Dream Chasers Radio, Um, daughter of Evelyn Thomas, Um, singing since I was seven years old with my mother, you know, kind of seven years old, what can you do at seven years old, but you know i started at seven and moving on up from there i have two local stations uh dream chasers radio of course yaya diamond and yaya diamond's music channel which is about the beef of woods. and so i'm just excited about everything that's going on and uh dream chasers radio is here for you doing interviews that will help you inspire you and take you to the next level Our show today is about starting a business after a crisis, and sometimes life just isn't fair. And so I'm going to go through... And, and see all the different things that we could do to get our lives back on track as we get through a crisis, any crisis. I mean, really, a crisis is a personal decision to make, whether it is a crisis or not. A lot of things just happen, and they're not crisis. It's not a crisis. However, there are times where we go through a lot of different things in our lives that are considered a crisis. And I wanted to kind of go back and, and kind of just you know go over the things that we could do to bounce back from a crisis. Now, I do have a guest schedule. If they call in, great. If they don't, great. You know, I, I don't, you know, I don't um, necessarily control everything. And that's one thing that we have to understand in a crisis or life crisis and how to bounce back from it. We have to learn to focus on what we can control. Focus on what we can control. That's hard. Digging your heels won't stop the crisis from happening, but it will waste your time and energy. Mentally strong people put their resources where it matters most by focusing on what they can control, even when the only thing they can control is their effort, attitude, and and their just their time that they're investing in bouncing back. You know, we all have things that we have to get get done. We all have things that we have to, you know, focus on. And a lot of times, the crisis itself can take you away from that focus, and then make it seem like you're spiraling out of control. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually challenge you today. If you are in a crisis, focus on the things that you can control. What can you do to bring yourself up? What can you do mentally and physically to bring yourself back? to where you want to be, get back to point A, and don't spiral down through that non-ending crisis that just seems to just put you out of control. You reflect on what you've learned would be the next thing that I would say. Reflect on what what is learned from this situation you know a lot of times we go through these crises and we and we are spiraling so out of control that the lesson that we need to learn is not learned and then we find that we are right back into that crisis again or back into a similar situation if we were to write down and jot down the things that we're learning During this crisis, during this moment of trial and error, during this moment of spiraling out of control, if we wrote it down, if we learned the lesson, I believe the next time that it happens or if it ever does happen again, you will be able to, and so would I. I I do this on a regular basis, find that we know how to get out or how to pull out or how to recover of this, you know, of the situation. And so that would be the next thing that I say would be essential. Learning what, and reflecting back on what we've learned during those hours, during that time. Take a decision to act. Take a decision to act. That is that is something because in that moment when we are spiraling out of control, in that moment when things just seem to be so bleak and and just so hopeless, we have to take action. It is it's kind of like one of those things where you're so in despair that action doesn't seem to be a choice, but it is. Taking action, writing the things down that you believe you need to do to get out of that crisis, to get out of that moment, to take that moment to pull yourself up and out. That is something that you can do. It is a choice that you can make. It definitely is something that you can do to pull yourself Up out of Christ. And I I tell you, I'm, 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 I'm bad at it sometimes where I do believe that there is no way out. No way out. But there is, there is a way out. There's always a way out. And you want to take a moment to give thanks, you know, a moment of gratitude. Whatever you believe. I mean, I really don't, I'm not getting into belief systems, but even the gratitude of being able to come out of the situation is gratitude within itself. So, I mean, you know, taking that moment to give thanks, to to learn, to know what you need to do for yourself, uh, to also know what lesson is being learned, and also to know that you do have the decision to pull yourself out of it. You know, yes, you're in that situation, but what lesson is there to be learned in this situation? How can I combat the situation? What can I do to actually, you know, get out of this situation? Take control of that situation and practicing gratitude, no matter how rough your experience. There's always something to feel grateful for, you know, even during those toughest times, reminding yourself of all the good things in life and still being in that pain, but knowing that out of this pain, something is going to happen is just uh, its something that we all need to do. And I, you know, I, I smile a lot. A lot of people ask me, you know, hey, why you smile so much? How come you're always smiling when you perform? How come are you always happy? You know, I'm not always happy. I'm going to say that I'm not always happy. I'm not. But I'm always grateful is the difference. See, happiness is not something that comes because it comes, because it's a random thing. It's, it's a choice. I choose to be happy. And I also choose to look for new opportunities. When you have a crisis, when you're going through something, sometimes a crisis can change your entire life. It could change your job. Your, you can have a financial disaster. It can make, change the course of your life. And you just have to be able to be strong and accept that you need to adapt to that change and look for new opportunities that will you know, improve your life, that will help you to get through these things. You know, starting a new business after a crisis may be something that you, need, you may need to do. You may need to jump out of something, and you may not have much time to do it. You may not have much time to do it. And so what I'm saying is, you know, you have your life in your hand. It is completely in your control to do whatever you want with it. Regardless of what you believe, the outcome of your decisions are going to be the circumstances by which you're going to live. So no matter what you believe, that's the truth in every situation. So being that you may have to change the entire course of your life, you may have to move, you may have to change. Job careers. I mean, there's so many different things. You may have to do an Uber for a while. It may be that you need to go and hit the pavement and do something you never thought you'd have to do to make it out of that situation. But if you're strong enough, pull those britches up, pull those pants up, and go and do it. Go and get that. Make that change if you have to, and and make the change towards something that. It may not seem like it's going to work, but I guarantee you enough time and effort into something that you love will work. It will work. And that's another course of action that we can take. I am just definitely so excited that you're here with me on this radio show. And and being that. This radio show is about starting business after a crisis. After a crisis, starting business may not be starting a business. It may be starting a new business. It may be starting a new relationship. It may be starting a new path mentally, physically, career-wise. You know, it may be that you may want to, stay in the same career and do a different aspect of that career. There's all different kinds of things that may just happen after a crisis that will put you on the road that you should have been on in the beginning. And sometimes we just don't realize that. And evaluate your priority. You have to focus, guys. A major crisis can cause you to second guess the way you lived your life in the past. Instead of questioning yourself, turn around and, and look at that and evaluate these things. Look closer at your priorities, and through this process, uh, your behavior will be in line with your values. You know, sometimes we get we get out of sync. We get we get you know deterred. We 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 get <laughs> we go through a, a, you know oh well I guess this is the way it's gonna go you know and you just kind of follow along, but. A lot of times, you know, when this crisis happens, we get put back in line. So evaluate your priorities. I have one more thing to say before the show is uh, getting ready to finish. And I know it's a short show, and I've been doing short shows because I really feel like I need to reach you guys. The longer shows are great, and we will still have long shows Monday night at 8 p.m. We'll be back, and we'll be doing a longer show, and we'll have wonderful guests on the show. But today we're, we're, we're talking about starting a business or starting business after a crisis after something that has thrown you for a loop, you know, after this whole thing has thrown you for a loop, what do you do? How do you recover? What is it that you need to do to make sure that you are moving forward instead of backwards? And you have to realize that you have an inner strength. I have a, I have a desktop lab thing where I put my, my laptop on it and it has a quote on it and it says, you totally got this. And I look at that and I'm like, I do. I totally got this. So you can handle it. You've got to recognize that you have inner strength. You have the will to get through this. You have the the, the mental capacity and the ability to cope and to be strong and to draw in that inner strength and trust in your ability wherever life takes you, wherever this, this trial may lead, wherever it's going to go, you take care of yourself and you remain psychologically flexible. And this is going to be the biggest thing. Remain flexible. And take care of yourself. Sleep, exercise, eat properly. You know, and, and, and psychologically speaking, recovering from a crisis requires you to be flexible in a way that you never thought you could be. You know, you have to adapt to your new circumstance. You have to re, you have to adapt to new patterns. You know, you have to be open to creating a positive change and the creativity and committed to it. So I want to encourage you again that even though you may be going through a crisis, you got this, you totally got this. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Here is my guest. Thank you so much for calling in. And I am excited to have my, my guest. Oh my gosh. I I tell you, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of go through a minute of of my guest here and I'm hoping that this is uh, Susanna from Pro Butter on the line. Hey, girl, yeah, how you doing? Thank you so doing? much for
1: having me. I'm well. Hey. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh, no problem, no problem. Now, I was going through your bio, and I thought I'd focus on getting through a crisis, you know, and starting a business because that's exactly what you did. See, this is, I was reading up on your, your dissolving toxic marriage. And left you with four kids yeah. as a single parent. Little work experience. And financial resources, I mean, you really did have to start <laughs> a business after a crisis tell me tell me more tell me tell me about yourself, and how did you get from point A to where you are today?
1: Well, at the time, um, I was twenty five and I think I placed that in my body, but I was twenty five and my marriage was going down, and I, up until that point, I was a housewife, so i didn 't really. Mm have much work experience or anything that I could mm-hmm. capitalize on. Um, and I had to do what I had to do, and the only thing I knew how to do was to create. And so that's what I did. I used my resources, my background of herbs and oils, and I created a hair product,
0: and that's mm. what launched everything. Yeah. Wow, girlfriend. So, I mean, being that you were going through this you know were you how were you able to cope? There's so many people out there that are going through a crisis and they feel like it's just something they can't control. How did you grab control of it? How did you get control of your emotions enough to pull yourself back up again?
1: I kind of live by this model, and some people think I'm a little bit off, but I tell myself on a daily basis, I am the creator of my own reality. I don't make mm. excuses i don't allow my childhood drama and trauma to define me. Um every situation I just kinda get back in the driver's seat of the situation and that helps me mm-hmm. to feel like I'm in control of it. It's not controlling me. And since I'm in control of it, I have the opportunity to steer it in whatever direction I want
0: it to be. So now, th- that's kind of how that. I
1: pull myself up. <laughs>
0: I love yeah. that. I love that. And like I was saying earlier, I have a laptop. Uh kinda like, you know, when you put it in your lap, you put your laptop on top of it. It's got little beanies on the bottom. It's kinda cool. I just bought it. And it says, You totally got this and I mean it it's just yeah. one of those models that I'm just going by today. I'm like, You totally got this. so whenever I put it on my laptop, it says you totally got this. And I'm like, Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. Tell me how you came up with a product, and and why this product? Why? How did you figure out? Okay, all right, we got divorced. Okay, pull myself back up again. I gotta get, I gotta get on the ball. I'm gonna create a hair product. Did it happen like that, or no?
1: Well, it kind of, it was weird. I started doing hair. I started posting ads on Craigslist because at the time I didn't have a vehicle, so I had to find a way for work to come to me at my home. So I started mm-hmm. posting on Craigslist, which I never advised to have people come to your home, but I I had no choice. <laughs> so I started taking hair appointments, and as I got further along and developing relationships with my clients, I realized I kept seeing the same issue: women suffering from hair concerns like alopecia, mm-hmm. dermatitis, um, the edges being totally missing from the soul ends and the lace fronts, and all the things that we do to kind of keep our hair in a professional you know, appearance and they were struggling with their self-esteem because of what was underneath these protective styles. And mm-hmm. I knew that there was a solution outside of just letting it sit like that. I knew that there was mm-hmm. other things that we could do to help natural ways without the chemicals, mm-hmm. without the toxins. And that's what inspired me to start digging, start searching, and I started researching different oils and which oils complement other because some oils are good but when they work together they're even better and I started doing Mm -hmm. the research and the more I dug the more I found I tried out on my clients they loved it and they were like you need to bottle this and sell this
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. you need
0: to sell this Mm -hmm. because I
1: would buy this and my friends would buy it and you know
0: that's how we got to that point wow now, I mean, okay. You said you started researching everything. You kind of started using it on your clients here and everything, and that's wonderful and great. But it's like, okay, now you have a company called ProButter dot com, and I, I am telling you, I, I'm loving the adventure that you have placed yourself on what was it like to go through the whole process from the beginning that you took control over your life you you took control over your own destiny and you decided to do what you you did uh, obviously you don't recommend this i, I kind of i agree with you on that however but i mean for the most part for the most part taking control over everything what was that like for you
1: it was scary initially it was scary because I had no experience in business. I had no capital. I had no background. I didn't have a history of seeing my parents being entrepreneurs um, and teaching me that. You know, I saw my mm-hmm. grandma doing things and making things and selling to the community, but she wasn't technically doing it the entrepreneur way and getting a business loan. And so I, I didn't know those processes. So in the beginning, it was intimidating um because mm. i didn't know the proper routes to take but thank mm-hmm. god for google <laughs> <laughs> thank god for google because there's so much information out there for small businesses and aspiring mm-hmm. entrepreneurs that kind of points you in the right direction but in the beginning it, it was yeah. it was very intimidating
0: yeah so i mean okay a lot of people want to start a product they want to start something they got something people love it what was the process by which you learned on google that you could do this, and and what kind of, you know, it's always going to be a financial struggle because especially in your, I mean, I don't know about you, but in the case of me looking at your bio, I'm seeing that you're financially going through a, a moment of desperation because now that you were a housewife, you have to go into the workplace, so you didn't do a conventional way. How did you do that?
1: No, and seven years in, I still have not done the conventional way. So let me say I am still in my infancy of entrepreneurship um, in the fact that mm. I have not used the business loan. Um, just so many different ways. I've been bootstrapping. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar <laughs> with that term, but I have been bootstrapping this process along. Um, but mm. pretty much the advice that I would give to those that are starting, just start. Just start. And mm. as you go along, you'll kind of error your way through it because that's what I did. I arrowed my way Mm. through it. Um, I was doing it until someone said, hey, do you pay taxes? And I was like, oh, that's a thing? I I Let me go find out how to pay my taxes. (laughs) Uh So, you know, I kind (laughs) of just arrowed my way through it. But that's Mm -hmm. the best advice I can give. It's just start. And as you go along, you realize what you're missing, what you haven't done. Join little entrepreneur groups and blogs, and those were very helpful because you get to hear what other entrepreneurs are talking about, and then you realize, oh, I don't have that. I need to get that. Um, mm-hmm. So the information is out there. It's just for you to trug along and keep going,
0: and it will find mm-hmm. you. You know. I absolutely love that. You know, in, in all of the things that you've done, what has been the biggest lesson that you've learned during this whole process of going from, Oh my God, I can't believe this has just happened to me. I need to do something to oh my God, I can't believe this is happening to me. I can't believe I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the biggest lessons I the biggest lesson I've learned is self doubt is real really a thing. It's the biggest obstacle that you'll face in in this entrepreneurial life is that self-doubt. It's bigger than any financial obstacle. It's bigger than any um, lack of support from family and friends. It's bigger than anything I've ever faced is that self-doubt. You don't really know how much feelings of unworthiness you have until you're faced with the situation of being your own cheerleader being your own, you know, yes man, being your own person that's cheering for you, that's when that self-doubt kind of just raised up and you're like, okay, I never realized I felt like this. I have to dismiss every little thing somebody probably said to me as a child that just sat there and gestated inside my spirit. It just revealed itself as I was faced to walk into a boardroom with all men and being a minority female, <laughs> you know, no business mm. experience, but coming mm-hmm. in looking like a little girl because I'm only four eleven, you know, to pitch my business. <laughs> I realized, uh-huh. <laughs> I realized <laughs> that those things were still there, and that's the biggest, the biggest lesson, the biggest thing that I've learned is just deal with your worthiness, your self of worthiness. Don't put Mm self-care on the back burner because it will come up again. You know, all those Mm -hmm. things that you thought you buried will rise to the surface and it will get in your way.
0: Right. Wow. Wow. Well, I mean, I I encourage you so much to keep going because you just don't know that, you know, a, a change in careers basically is what you did. You had to go from all, you know, from one extreme to the other. I commend you, first of all. And And I'm sure your children are looking up at you, something that you weren't able to do, and seeing the entrepreneur that you would love for them to see and going after those goals. Yeah. So you're actually breaking a chain uh, that was you know that you were following. Now you have changed the entire course and so not only your life but your children's lives. How does that feel? It feels
1: amazing. it does because they tell me all the time they tell me that they talk about fro butter at school with their kids you know with other peers and they're like you don't know what fro butter is you know because they grew up Mm -hmm. seeing it they've never had a time that they didn't see fro butter we use it in our house it's a staple they don't even use lotion Mm -hmm. or any other hair products you know so they they look up to this so much they they think about it it's part of their life they see me going up they're proud of me i just did a shoot with um one of my ambassadors, which is a WNBA star, Monique Dillon, and my kids mm-hmm. were like, oh, my gosh, mommy, you're a celebrity. <laughs> and I'm like, no, but it just felt good for them to be proud of me because that that was the whole point. I didn't want them to right. see me defeated. And at the end of my divorce, right. I felt so powerless and defeated. And I was able mm. to reclaim that, and that's everything right. for me.
0: And that was the number one thing we were talking about. Take control of the things that you can control. Take control of the yes. things you can control. You know, starting a life after a crisis isn't going to be easy, but it definitely is obtainable, as you can see. that Susanna has done; um, she has started her own product, product, and did not go the conventional way. There is no rule after a crisis. Yeah, and I, I know, I know. Susanna yeah. was like, "Yep, here, there really, truly is no <laughs> rules after a crisis." You just have to pull yourself up, like they say back in the day, by your britches and get going, mm-hmm. and whichever way you decide. You know, you had, again, you had to do a a completely 360, was it a 180? I never said 360 because you're back at where you started. It was <laughs> 180. And <you're> just going <laughs> another direction, you know, um, and congratulations, Susanna, on Fro butter. You guys can go to FRO, that's FroButter.com, if you want to try it out. Susanna, how can people reach you?
1: You can reach me at the website or you can reach me on our social media. We are on every social media platform at Fro Butter. Um, You can Mm -hmm. check us out on Amazon. We are in Walmart.com. Anywhere where you get your local products, you can check and see if they carry our products as well. So we're pretty much anywhere. And if you want to email me personally, you can email me personally at Susanna at frobutter.com. If you have here concerns, I am still a believer of just talking to people and getting to hear what's going on with them so I can create products Mm -hmm. that matters to you. So always try to email me at Susanna at frobutter.com as well.
0: Right, and I love that, you know, you have sulfate-free, uh, sodium chloride, and silicone-free products, because that's what I use on my hair. And uh, amazing. Awesome. Amazing. Yes, definitely. So thank you again, Susanna, for being on the show, girlfriend. Go for your thing, girl. Oh. I'm telling you, this is amazing. I love what you've done. I love that, most of all, that you, you're an example of, you know, you can get control of your life again. You don't have to succumb to the circumstances. You can get through this. And that's exactly what you did. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. All right, then. That's com. Got you, frobutter.com. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean yeah. one question. If a person is mixed or they have the different kind of hair or even if they're white but they have the curly hair, can they use this too?
1: Absolutely. I get that question all the time. Um but you can. <laughs> you can use if you have that textured hair. Um, most of the time if you have finer, thinner Straighter hair, it may be a little bit too heavy for your hair, but even with that, it's just how much you use a little go a long way. But it doesn't matter your race. Um, Textured hair, we got you. Just check us out.
0: Hello. Hey. All right, then, Susanna, frobutter.com, you guys, and you know what the deal is. Go ahead and copy and paste that into your browser. We've already put that up on our page, and we already have that on our Facebook page. So you just go ahead and click on the on the pictures. It'll take you straight to the website, and then you guys can investigate for yourselves how much you like frobutter. Thank you again so much, Susanna.
1: Thank you. I appreciate you.
0: All right. All right, and I appreciate you. Thank you. It wouldn't be a show if you weren't on it. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. All right, bye. Wow, starting your life after a crisis. See, all those points I went through, she did that. Susanna did that. She started again. She took her life from one extreme to the other, and she's an example to her children that she did this thing. She took control of her life. She did everything, every point that we went over today, she did that. If you did not hear the show today, go ahead and go back. If you're just catching us, we're at the tail end of the show. I appreciate you tuning in right now, but I need you, as soon as the show is finished, uh You know, putting itself through and coming back on the air because it's going to go ahead and register through and come back on. Go back and listen to the show. It's not that long, and you're going to get. So much from it. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. This is Yaya Diamond. You're listening to Dream Chasers Radio on Red Hot Reality Entertainment. And this is starting a business after a crisis. You can do this. And like my laptop desk says, you totally got this. All right, you guys. Until next time, don't forget to, ah, dare to be different, baby. <laughs> See you later. <laughs>